listeners. Welcome back to Yeah Aha with Lisa and Phil. This week, of course, we are once again joined by our frequent flyer from Aaron, whose arms must be tired. Howdy. From Aaron, okay. Uh, I mean, from Cal- Aaron from California, <laughs> whose arms must be tired. Yeah. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. Uh, hi, Aaron. Greetings. And uh, we're joined by Sean Cannon, who is um, here to talk to us with us about the Marvel character universe and the new Wonder Man coming out, which I had not ever heard of Wonder Man, and I do somewhat follow like the Avengers and Marvel to a certain extent, not anything. um, I wouldn't call myself a super fan, but I could go see a movie. Whereas Philip is somewhat, he doesn't really get into action movies that much of that type. And he's not a superhero kind of person. He's a, he's a Batman. He doesn't like superpowers. He likes determination. Well, I have to say that I have seen more of these movies. When we reviewed that video this morning, I've seen more of these movies than I remember. You know, I yeah. saw them all in a silo. But, but he hasn't seen, like, all of a, a series. He's seen, like, maybe this movie or that movie. Right. Um, we have seen all of the available Deadpools because Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> and uh, and we and because Philip thinks it's funny. Yeah, I like uh, He even has a Deadpool T-shirt that he wears in public. And then also, um, uh, he's seen, I think, two Spider-Man movies, but not both from the same, um, uh, you know. Franchise. Or right. Whatever. Franchise director, whatever you want to call it. So yeah. two different, you saw two different actors playing Spider-Man? Right. I think it was Tom and Holland it wasn't a and then the newest one, Hiddleston. Wasn't Tobey Maguire or something? This is our yeah. newest family member. Her name is Nettie. She's about 14 weeks old. Yeah. Okay. So welcome, Sean. She'll go away. Well, thank you for having me. I I don't profess to be an expert, by the way. So we'll. Well, but we'll 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 get to that. Let me let me explain my uh, history. Mm -hmm. My comic books. I was pretty thoroughly versed in the Casper universe. Uh, The Richie Rich. Yeah. uh, His dick of a cousin Reggie. Yeah. All that stuff, but um, I never got into the superhero stuff. I, I think mm-hmm. I inherited uh, a lot of these like Harvey comics or whatever from, you know, cousins that outgrew them or whatever. And there was like some Batman, some DC stuff in there that I just didn't dig. Mm-hmm. And plus, um, you know, you didn't have the issue before or the issue after, and it, it was all like a big soap opera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, um, it was more of a serial, wasn't it? The, the superhero. Yeah. Even even Spider Man, like you, it, it would be in the the newspaper comics every day. Like you get three or four little panels, and it's like, well, you know, I I could I could save these up, and you know, at the end of the week, have a decent story to maybe continue with into next week. But they were they weren't really appealing to me either. But I, you know, the Spider Man uh, comics in the paper are like Mary Worth for. You know, I was I was gonna say, yeah, the whole the whole superhero vibe to me was was really Department Three G, Mary Worthish, <laughs> <laughs> you know, even yeah. Dick Tracy. <laughs> but um, it wasn't until I was, I was going over to Sean's playing, you know, Dungeons and Dragons and uh, Champions, which is a superhero based game, that I started reading some of his comics just to pass the time, mm-hmm. and uh, I. Realized quickly that you know, I don't. He had very little DC anyway, but Marvel was much cooler than any of the mm. DC stuff. You know, DC is more the American way, whereas Marvel has um, more of a, a backstory, a personality to the characters. They're not like uh, DC is a little. Their characters, at least initially, seem come off as a little bit one dimensional, exactly. whereas Marvel, mm. they're more for me at least. They're more you know, you've got a lot more anti-heroes heroes in the Marvel Universe. Conflicted was, people. In my half-assed internet research, somebody said that um, DC was like boring old Pat, Moon, Pat Boone and Marvel felt like the Beatles in the British invasion. <laughs> that's, ahead, well, that was, that was what the, the genius, that was the genius of Stan Lee was that he basically did make his superheroes like real people. They had actual yeah. problems. They weren't cardboard cutouts. and Right. You know, like you said, truth, justice, and the American way, or whatever. But you have um, you have monsters that are heroes too in the Marvel world, right? You got the yeah. Thing and um, and the Hulk. the Hulk. 
Yeah. You, you know, like the Hulk or Spider-Man were hunted by the police, you know? There's no hero in DC, at least at that time. There's no hero like Oh, that. yeah, yeah. Batman is somewhat of a conflicted character. I mean, well, obviously. Batman was hunted by the police a little bit. Well, yeah. not at that not point. in the same way. That no. wasn't, like, at the time that the Marvel comics started, Batman was... Well-established and old. Wait, yeah, if you look at the very early Batman comics from the, the early 40s, you know, yeah. Bob Kane, yes, like or some of that story, being hunted yeah. by the police. He was pretty vicious. But by the time, by that time, we were almost to the point of the Batman TV series. I mean, the Batman TV series was based on the Batman comics of that era. Loosely. Mm-hmm. Went overboard to try to copy this series, and then it became a total farce. When I was a kid, I was a huge Batman oh, yeah. fan. I just liked it. I guess I liked the darkness of it, you know, mm-hmm. I liked it. The comics or the show? The show. The, sh- the, sh- the show, you know, but that it led me to other. A, I loved, I did love the, the show. Farce, it had, I think they added the farce to keep the dark. But I do see what you're talking about, the uh, lack of uh, character development and stuff. You know, just take Superman, for instance, the whole thing where you, you cannot put Clark Kent and Superman together. Nobody in the whole city could even comprehend that that was, yeah, you know, yeah. Superman. He wears a pair of glasses, glasses, a perfect disguise. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. Probably right. six foot four and looks like you know, a <laughs> linebacker. Yeah. For- yeah. <laughs> right. He still has all the muscles, but he put on glasses and changed his hair. But, I mean, if you close your eyes and listen to Batman and mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne... They both had a very peculiar and weird way and cadence of their speech that where yeah. you could do that as well. You know, that you could make that leap of logic. He did put on, the, uh, he put on the, the grit show. for Batman. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I don't know if you noticed in the movies, but in the movies, Batman always talks like, I'm Batman. Yeah. Right. A normal person. And supposedly oh, that's, uh, they won't recognize that he's Bruce Wayne. Okay. Yeah, but the cadence is still there, like Philip said. Right. But yeah, the, the original TV, the TV series was meant to be campy and over yeah. the top and it very locked into it, the season. It was old chum. Love right, it. In, the, in the movie, in the TV show Batgirl, when, uh, when, uh, Kara's boss finally tells her, I know you're Batgirl. It's a pair of glasses. You mean uh, Supergirl? Yeah, Supergirl. Yeah, I know you're Supergirl. It's a pair of glasses. I'm not stupid. Mm. <laughs> well done. And it makes you wonder how many people, you know, I mean, you're, you're, you're battling supervillains and your disguise is glasses with no, you know, that don't do anything. Right. I was going to say the other thing about Marvel too. I mean, even really early on, I mean, there were some heroes like Spider-Man that had a secret identity, but people right. like Captain America. Care if anybody knew who he was, you know, he just he wore yeah. that was his costume, but you know, Steve Rogers, a lot of people knew Steve Rogers was Captain America and it didn't bother him. You know, it was like, well, but it, you know, he really didn't have a family to protect, so to speak, right? But I'm just saying that was really different for the time. Yeah. The only the only DC here that was like that was the elongated man. Who's the elongated man? Was he like Mr. Fantastic or something? Was he, yes, stretchy? That was his okay. power. He had the same power set, different personality. Like Plastic Man. Right. Actually, I think they made the Elongated Man because they didn't realize at the time that they had the right to the quality comics characters. They actually could have made a Plastic Man comic, but they just made Elongated Man as a copy of him. They didn't they didn't realize the rights they had to their own characters. That's funny. So the, the origin of the Elongated Man in Flash, is that accurate in the Flash series? I have no idea what it is in the Flash series. Uh, in the Flash series, they use like this dark matter machine in the Flash to create the the mutations. Okay, and uh, the Flash becomes the Flash because he gets hit by lightning at the same time the wave comes through. Okay, later there's a mutant that got hit by the antimatter, and he became what they call the Thinker. And what he wants to do is take over like the world, the universe, whatever, as usual. And um, so he takes this bus loads of people and he utilizes Flash returning from um, the the Flash Force, which is like a location speed, where... Speed Force, yeah. The Speed Force, yes, thank you. He uses Flash returning from the Speed Force to put dark matter into these people and they're created into new mutant, or what? what do they call them on that... Damn it, I've watched six seasons of that show. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, but that creates yeah. new mutants. And these new mutants are. The new mutants um, is a different group. That's Marvel. So right? he can harvest them. 
He creates okay, them on so- purpose. He, or, he orchestrates all these people to be on this bus so that they have specific powers so that he can harvest these powers by taking over their, their like, by absorbing them, basically. The old school elongated man. I mean, DC redoes their stuff all the time, and Marvel's starting to do it too, where they redo the old origins and, and change everything around. But the old elongated man um, origin doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, that apparently there was a substance called Gingold that was some kind of magical substance that if you ate it, drank it, you would turn into, you know, the elongated man. Basically, you could stretch. It was like you could, you could, it made you very nimble. And for some reason, he took so much of it that he actually could stretch his body parts. Elastigirl. Yeah, I, I, yeah, whatever. Anyway, it's, it's uh, incredible. It didn't make any sense. It's a comic book, but well, yeah, that was the origin in the comics. It's, it's <laughs> they keep redoing that. I mean, every, every every franchise seems to have a stretchy. My comic book origin, I can do real quick. Um, I think it started with uh, He-Man and She-Ra, and that got me into, you know, the comic book store, and I started reading uh, a series about a character called Amethyst, who was born on another world, hidden on Earth, and when she was 13, she was brought back to her original world, and as as an adult, to fight evil. And I have that entire series somewhere in this house in a box if anybody wants it. But, uh, cause I mean, it's basically worth the same amount I bought it for. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, honey. What'd you do? I turned off our camera. Are you guys still there? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're here. I can just put it down then. Well, I remember. But, yeah. Aaron mentioned uh, champions. I remember going over to Sean's house because we all grew up together, but uh-huh. during the summer or whatever. I'd go over to Sean's house, play baseball or whatever. And then you'd see these stacks of sheets all over the place. And and, cha- and champions would allow you to create your own superheroes. Yeah. It's like a less sophisticated Dungeons and Dragons. It's like the, just the ha- just the hack and slash part of Dungeons and Dragons, taking out all of the, the real interaction. That's well, that, what we did with champions. That was just the way we played. Champions. I know. I know. Definitely. Could do a campaign that was more interactive. We just, but we, I think we just wanted to keep it short and sweet, and you know, boom, carnage. To the ex, to the extent that uh, Bill's little brother, whenever he would run one of these things, it was always the same premise. You find you're you're you find yourself in a car, and he waits for you to uh, shift the gear shift lever, and then you end up in the sewer, and then he pulls out about ten guys. You're ambushed by this guy, 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 and this guy. <laughs> And you're rolling dice. That boom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you can tell that these guys are known each other forever because Bill's little brother doesn't even have a name. <laughs> oh, I do Dark have to say God. Archie Comics here because that is my, you know, well, whenever is- I would have, I would get an Archie yeah. comic. I, I had plenty of Archie, and I had plenty of uh, the Scrooge McDuck. Mm. Yeah, the Beagle Boys, man, they were always up to some shit. Before we get into Sean's history with comics, one really important question. You know what it is. Betty or Veronica? Guys, which each each of you? Veronica. Veronica. Yeah. She's the one with, she's a brunette, right? Yeah. 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 Probably Betty. Veronica was always kind of bitchy, wasn't she? Yes. Right. She was a bad girl <laughs> and bitchy and controlling. She was a punk rock. Betty was sweet. She was, was the new, sweet girl. Betty was next new door. wave. Punk rock and new wave. Mm-hmm. I remember going up Coleraine Avenue. We drive all the way up to Coleraine Avenue, and you'd go out there and get comic books. I went with you a couple times, I think. You remember that? Mm, Coleraine? I thought, yeah. The, the place that I normally yeah. went to was in Loveland. So you're probably thinking Montgomery Road. If you go all the way up Montgomery Road, it was like way up there. Okay. I don't know why I thought Coleraine, but it seemed like it was right at the top of the hill, right in the same little uh, area where the water tower was. But I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe there's a water tower over there, too. Do you still have uh, your collection of comic books? Do you kind of? Yes, I do. They're yeah. not well. I, did. I I was always a reader and not a collector. Like, I wouldn't buy books to collect them. I would buy them to read them. So they're they're worn. They're not, like, pristine, bagged and hoarded. Right. Mine actually are. I would read them once and bag them. But to be <laughs> fair, I used to refold our newspaper to the point where my mom thought nobody had opened it yet. <laughs> and that's after she had looked at it. You know Lutch's Cafe in Norwood? Which one? Lutch's Cafe on the corner of uh, uh, Section and uh, right by the, the uh, 
Norwood Lateral. Mm. The name's more familiar than than the place in my head. Philip's parents were friends with the Lutches and L U T C H. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, go past the on uh, if you go past the library on section right before the viaduct over the lateral, it's to the right. So okay, uh, I remember it. Yeah. We'd go we'd go there and uh mm-hmm. I you know I'd I'd go upstairs, I'd hang out with uh Marcia, the Lutch the Marcia Lutch, the uh the daughter. The daughter. You know, my parents would stay down at the bar, of course, and <laughs> and it, that was a lot of my Friday evenings when I was around, you know, eight or nine years old. But they had a Superman. I don't know if it was a it couldn't have been an original. I mean, I can't imagine it had been one of these, you know, uh, thousands of dollars. Yeah, these collectibles, the first Superman edition, but man, they had a really old Superman comic book. Uh, I was going to say, if in the seventies they did come out with reprints of like Action Comics number one and Superman number one, they were like um, mm-hmm. one around seventy five. But if it's older than that, it might be an actual book. I don't know. Yeah, you're yeah. probably onto something there. It probably was a replica. Because by the something. time Philip was nine, that would have been what, like twenty years old anyway. Yeah, but well, still, that was seventy five. Would have put it right in about that time. Yeah, I think that kind of led from that. That kind of led in my appreciation of that. Kind of led into my baseball mm-hmm. card collecting and stuff. But mm-hmm. I, I, I would say that my, you know, I was into Archies. I liked mm-hmm. the Archies and uh, Peanuts and baseball. Um, I did like Spider Man and Batman. But and baseball. And, well, yeah, baseball, of course. Yeah, but but yeah, that I Peanuts uh, too. I forgot about Peanuts. Yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't realize that was a comic. I That's guess I didn't think about it being a comic book. Well, Snoopy was awesome. You know, he's cool. Well, yeah. But I had I had mostly the bound collections. He flew in World War II. He beat the Red Baron. Right, right. (laughs) I'm sorry. World War One flying ace. Oh, Um, World War One was a Red Baron. Sorry. In the sock with. It's all the nail polish fumes from my one dollar manicure. Nice. At the Norwood Farmers Market, (laughs) available every Saturday and Sunday. Through September. So what was your origin, Sean? Obviously, the comics are strong with you. Well, it's like Aaron said, my first comics were, I don't know, I was probably three or four, but I started reading Harvey. So I have a, I had, I'm not sure how many of those I still have, but I had a pretty good collection of Richie Rich, Casper, and, you know, like all their their uh, friends and like Wendy, Little Witch, and yeah. Hot Stuff, the Devil, and Spooky, the Ghost. <laughs> Yeah, that stuff. Tough little ghost. Yeah. So, there a toughie? Mm, ghostly. I don't. There might have been. I don't remember that, but possible. It was spooky. The tough little ghost. Yeah. He had a bowler and a Brooklyn accent. The ghostly trio. Yeah. And a cigar, Wendy. right? Wendy. Did Spooky uh, have a cigar? I don't know. I remember. A ghost oh yeah, yeah. Um, spooky had. Spooky might have had a cigar. He he definitely had a bowler hat. Yeah. yeah. But it ain't confusing him with the baby and Roger Rabbit. <laughs> yeah. I remember Underdog. I loved Underdog. I had mm-hmm. for Halloween. I had an Underdog costume. <laughs> I was all underdog about. Cool. You had to be adorable. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it was cool. So anyway, anyway, about 1975, I guess, or 76, I graduated from reading Harvey's to reading um, Marvel, mostly Marvel. I, I had some DC. Like at that point, I didn't really have a preference, but. uh we used to go on Sundays after church. We used to go to this place. Um, if you know where the La Rosa's in Norwood is, it, there used to be a newsstand there. And we would go in there and dad would get his racing form and whatever and blah, blah, blah. And, and I would always get some comic books. They'd buy me comic books. So like it was originally the Harveys. And then I started getting Marvels and stuff. Um, like uh, like I said in the thread on uh, the, the text thing, Probably that early Avengers run from about 150 to 170, the Jim Shooter issues were what really caught me. Like before that, I was a fan of Iron Man. I always liked Iron Man. Um, I don't know. And uh, so I, I had some of his issues before that. And then I saw, oh, well, they've got a book that has Iron Man and a bunch of other people in it. This is kind of cool. So I yeah. started reading that. And Phil would approve of Iron Man because he's gear instead of superhero powers. Right. right. He was really smart. He solved problems by being smarter than the other guy, you know, which I thought was cool. You know, so. Yeah. 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 I guess you, you make a good point there, Aaron. I guess I, I always look at the actual 
superpower to be almost a crutch or something. It's kind of a, a, weird, a weird idiosyncrasy of mine, I guess. I mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of ex- how you explained that was why you like Batman. Kind of. Yeah, I guess so. Yep. So for Marvel, it would, yeah. Yeah, that, you know, I, I do like Spider-Man. You know, I always liked Spider-Man. I like that story and everything. You know, Peter Parker and the radioactive. I like this. I like this tie-ins on the electric company. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Probably that probably had a lot to do with it that he was on because yeah. I watched that and Sesame Street in Succession and yeah. And then they had that. Then they had that bad primetime show too. Yeah, yeah. they did. It's hard to believe Samuel L. Jackson started on the electric company. That's just. Mind boggling. <laughs> yeah, Morgan Freeman too. That's not as much of a wow. Well, I knew Morgan Freeman did. I didn't know Samuel L. Jackson was on the electric company. Yep. Why don't we go ahead and stick our commercial break in here? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, let's dive into what we're here to talk about, which is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. universe. Or is it just the Marvel universe? I mean, are they two separate? Really just talking Marvel, I guess. Are they two separate things? Well, they are. Well, like, when you discuss the Marvel universe, I guess you're talking about the comics. I would. And the MCU is the cinematic universe. Okay. So there are two separate. We're talking about two separate things here. Now, yeah. now, does Wonder, are they tying Wonder Man into the rest of the universe, Aaron? Or do you know? Well, or is it like a separate thing to see if it works? Going back to what I got into at Sean's, um, I got into the Avengers and then I got into the West Coast Avengers. Mm-hmm. But my, my favorites were probably Iron Man and Vision. And Vision, his his brain came from uh, Wonder Man, Simon Williams. Williams? Yep. Um, from, his, from his preserved brain waves somehow. So he had... Mm-hmm. He had his personality. So Wanda falls in love with Vision with Wonder Man's personality. Have you seen that series? It's good. WandaVision? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, awesome. it's good. Yeah. I I really liked it. And I really didn't know anything about... I knew Wanda. I I hadn't heard about Vision, though. But see, in the MCU... Nobody, nobody liked Wanda in the comics. Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, her she was always... She always had a poorly defined power set. She still does. It's kind of like you can make her powers be whatever you want, basically. Right. right. Reality based and all this probability based. In the MCU, Wonder Man never existed. So the vision doesn't have his brain patterns. So, you know, it doesn't. It's yeah, gonna- Ultron. How did he? I'd have to watch Ultron again. I don't even remember what what happened in there. But I was I was thinking through the whole thing. Well, what about Wonder Man? Well, what about Wonder Man? Well, basically, he has Jarvis. Well, Jarvis was an artificial intelligence. Uh, that's right. It was Jarvis. Artificial it's intelligence is his underlying. Yeah. yeah, which I guess is based on Tony Stark. Yeah. Well, created by him at least. Yeah, and of course, in the movie, Ultron is created by Tony Stark. In the comics, Ultron is created by Hank Pym. Mm-hmm. So that's all different too. So everything is different. Hank Pym's the one in charge of all the Ant Man. Right. So there is no relationship between Wonder Man and Wonder Woman, right? Obviously, because yeah. Wonder Woman's DC. Right. Yeah. No, there's no no relationship. Yeah, but the, they were going to be sued, I guess, when they came out with Wonder Man because of Wonder Woman. So they shelved him, and um, then the DC came out with Power Girl at some point, and since Marvel had Power Man, they felt free to start using Wonder Man again. Huh. Let's not even get in. Let's not even get into Captain Marvel. Yeah, they both had Captain Marvels. Yeah, there's because Shazam in the DC universe was the original Captain Marvel. It was Captain Marvel, not Shazam. I do like Shazam. Those movies are good. The TV series is good. Shazam. I thought. (laughs) I liked it. Did you guys like the TV series back when we were kids? The was, guy, yeah. the mentor in the old in the van, the old man in the van. Yeah, yeah. Billy Bates. Yeah. The mentor. <laughs> it's it's kind of creepy looking. Back. Situation. I thought he was like their grandfather. Though. Yeah, that's what they want. I to thought think. he was like the grandfather of the little kid, <laughs> the younger kid. That show was corny, yeah. but I did watch it. And I watched morning. that, and and ISIS too. Yeah. Oh it's yeah. That or it's either that or Bowling for Dollars, right? Yeah, well, my dad liked that show, so I watched both back and forth. Soul Train. Soul Train might have been on. Mm, I think that was later, after bowling. The premise that I had with my notes was that it was all one thing, the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the Marvel Universe. So, but, so, 
when you talk about the origins of the Marvel universe, um, we're talking in either respect. Are we talking about the Infinity Stones? Is that it goes back to the Big Bang? The Infinity Stones. Philip that- surprised me with this cup yesterday. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Big Bang Theory. Okay. Um, and cool. the Infinity Stones were created during the Big Bang. Right. Then they were sent out into the universe. Okay. Then ego decide because ego wanted to create worlds so that a new powerful being like himself would be created because he was alone. Okay. Is that about right? I think Captain America and Fantastic Four are mostly where you'd kind of define the modern beginning of Marvel, I'd say. What do you Captain know? America? Like if you if you talk about okay, what became Marvel started out as timely comics in the 1930s. Like their first heroes were the original Human Torch, Submariner, who's still around. I think the original Human Torch has come back too. And Captain America came along a little bit later, but that was all back in the forties. Then they basically almost went out of business. They, they published stuff like monster comics for about 10, 15 years. And then they, they started in 1961. They came out with Fantastic Four. So that, that started their, you know, the Marvel that we know with the superheroes. Is that? Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. Yes. Yep. On the YouTube we watched was MC. Created Captain America back in the forties too, but now with Stan Lee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, right. but so Captain America, that might it's going to bleed over into these movies because that's really my only back. <laughs> my questions, Captain America, they sort of suggested that there was a, a period of time where um, the uh, Black Panther. So, uh, well, Wakanda. Yeah, Wakanda and the Black Pan- Black Panther. Um, I don't. I know. think I that know. Black Panther and Wakanda are two different separate things. Huh? Okay, aren't they? Well, I mean, the Black Panther. Wakanda. Black Panther is the ruler of Wakanda. Wakanda is a country. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what I mean is that the leader, the king of Wakanda, is not the Black Panther. That yes, there's a is. different. It is. Oh, okay. okay. Never mind then, yeah. hun. And well, and, and what we what we saw there was a gap between that era all the way up to what, like 1943 or 44 when uh, Captain America yeah, was created. Is it Steve Rogers? Yes. Right. Um. And, and then and then from like from that point on, it's been sort of a continuum, you know, up through the future. I guess the Iron Man and the Avengers and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, so does that does that kind of line up with the uh, or, you know, you're talking about that's probably around the time when the comics started being created is around the 40s, right? right? I mean, in, in broad strokes, the movies follow the same continuity as the comics. I mean, they they definitely, a lot of the details are wrong, quote-unquote, because, you know, they're, they're, trying, to yes, they're not trying to document what the comics say. Because the comics have been going on for years with Hundreds of different writers coming up with their own ideas, some of which are cockamamie and have to be walked back. You know, yeah. some were rewritten in the comics, probably too. Before that. Right. So you know, the movies don't match the comics, but they broadly match the comics. Like, you know, like in, in the comic books, the original Avengers are Iron Man, Thor, and the Hulk, but also the Wasp and Ant Man, which are not original yeah. Avengers in the movies. Why do I think Submariner was too? I guess. No, he was actually at that point a villain, bad guy. Then, yeah, yeah. Um, those, okay, uh, anti-heroes we were talking about. Do you think that the multiverse was the multiverse something that was already present, or was that created to kind of cover some of the the changes, the oopses? The it's, it was in the comics. Well, it was in the comics. Too. Yeah, the multiverse is in the comics. You saw if you oh, watch the convenient thing. Yeah, if, if you watch Loki, um, the guy at the end is Kang. They called him there. They called him One Who Remains or whatever. I'm not yeah. sure they didn't just call him Immortus because basically that's the same character as Immortus, um, who is like Kang is this guy from the future who decided to use his technology to go back in the past and conquer the Earth. You know, that was the whole shtick. And then later on, he Kang the Conqueror. Yeah, exactly. And then later on, he realizes how wrong he was and becomes a, like a pacifist and he becomes like a guardian of time. And he becomes immortus. So I'm not sure why they're, they're messing with that, but that may be something that happened in the last 20 years of the comics. I don't know about, but, um, but Kang is going to be the next big villain, I think. 
At least that's what they're setting up. That's what it looks like. Diverse thing because in the comics it gets very confusing because you've got all these alternate realities where, you know, like something different happened and it went in a different direction. And now you've got, you know, like if you saw the, the newest Doctor Strange movie where they've got, you know, the, the Peggy Carter's Captain America or Captain whatever she is instead of being Steve Rogers as Captain America. You've got, you know, the, the, uh, Maria Rambo becoming Captain Marvel instead of Carol Danvers and whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it's very, it's very lazy story writing, I think, because now you can basically undo anything you did. You know, you can basically say, Oh, well, the Black Widow is dead, but hey, you know, we can bring a Black Widow from another universe and she's back, you know, and it's yeah. like, it's really terrible, right? No, now. comics were always that way, though. They're I know, but that's, that's why comics get a reputation for being trash is because, you know, ladies. <laughs> I guess. Well, I mean, if, if you're watching the Sci Fi Channel or TV shows from the Sci Fi Channel, uh, a character dies, that doesn't mean the actor's fired. Right. <laughs> well, from my point of view, I watch these movies. I've seen them in a silo. I've seen, like I said, I've seen a number of these movies. I enjoyed the first Captain America that came out uh, maybe 10 years ago. I liked it because it started during the World War II era. I, I like mm-hmm. um, time period pieces like that. It was mm-hmm. really good. So I enjoyed that movie. But then I, I saw another, the next Captain America, and that didn't resonate with me that much. Because it was modern much. times. People that are really into this, mm-hmm. all these movies, the, the universe, of course, they're, they're all intertwined. And I remember when we were talking about, I forget, if it was the last Avengers that came out, I remember on the thread, we were talking about it and you two were able to recall things from these other movies that, that just fed into just and made totally, totally more, lost on you know, me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, I could, I couldn't make the connection. Like I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't comprehend how something that took place in this other film Mm -hmm. has an effect on this, what's going on in this one. But But you you guys see that real firm grasp. You didn't see all of them. You only saw like one. Cherry picked them. Yeah, Infinity War. We saw Infinity War, and that was okay. That's true, but you also have to be used to this kind of storytelling because, like I said, comics are like, they have this continuity that goes back, you know, 70 years or whatever, and Beyond that, with, with the crossover uh, changes to the continuity, but you have to get used to the fact that things like build upon each other and, you know, whatever. Whereas most movies are, they're siloed. You know, you see a movie, you know, you don't need to know the details of them. You know, you just, you watch it as a self-contained story. And these movies are not like that at all. I mean, you could, you could watch it as a self-contained story, but you would miss things. Like you said, you, it's, it's almost like Easter eggs for the people watching it. You know, it's like, that's if what it is really into it you get more enjoyment out of it as opposed to, you know, I mean, like I, I think that Endgame would have been an, an interesting and good fun film, even if you had no idea about what was going on. But if you know all the backstory of all the other movies, it's just better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, and it is the end game at that point, pretty much. It's, it's the a culmination of what? 15 years of. Yeah. I just, I do. I would say that those movies don't do any introductions of the characters, you know, it's like you kind of had to hit the ground running. And, and, and even um, like, for example, if you were talking about Spider-Man earlier, the, the, uh, the earlier Spider-Man movies would always spend a lot of time talking about his origin, you know, like he got bit by a you know, and uncle Ben gets killed and blah, 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 blah. But the MCU version with Tom Holland didn't go into that at all. It basically just threw him out there and said, you already Been know done this. to death. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, which I think works actually, because yeah, People don't really care about that. You know, they, they just want, they know who Spider-Man is. It's like, let's just, yeah. just and move along. Marissa Toe and, and I May. Some, some of the Spider-Man, like, I think uh, Tom Holland was a better Spider-Man maybe, or, okay, was it, it's, it's whatchamacallit, and then a Tom, and then a Tom. Which one's the most recent one? Holland or Hiddleston? Tom, Tom Holland is the current Spider-Man. Okay. Field was Hiddleston, I thought, was a better Spider-Man. And I think he's uh, Loki. Uh, yeah, the first Spider-Man. Uh, I think Toby Maguire, the Parker, huh? Toby Maguire. Yes, Toby Maguire made a better Peter Parker and a good Spider-Man, whereas Tom hit Tom Holland or Tom Hiddleston made a better Spider-Man. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Okay, well, the the second one. Yeah, Andrew Garfield. 
does make a decent mixture of the two, I think. But it feels like they're getting younger because uh, uh, what is it? Toby McGuire was bit while in college. Yeah. But, yeah, it just depends on who they cast. You know, it's like, if, right, right. Although Tom Holland is old enough that he's not a teenager, but he looks younger. So, right, yeah. right. But he's in high I want to see something he's that Sean said. Anyway. He, talk, he talks about how you have to have a background. You ha- you really have to follow the franchise through the well, movie. You don't have to. But my yeah, favorite, my favorite mm-hmm. t- part of any movie is the origin story. It's like, how did somebody, like, how did Spider Man discover his powers? How did he evolve into Spider Man? And that's why mm-hmm. almost any sequel, I don't, I don't like sequels as much usually because it starts right in the middle of something and presumes mm-hmm. that you already know this stuff. And it's like, that's yeah. an integral part of the movie to me. And that's probably a reason why that I have a disconnect with some of these. Well, superheroes. we were talking about Easter eggs with Jurassic World Dominion. There's a whole lot of Easter egging going on. And even Philip recognized a lot of the Easter eggs because he's actually seen the Jurassic movies with me. Yeah, yeah. So, but so, see, Phil, I, I would say, though, that uh-huh. like what you're describing would make it basically impossible to have sequels because then you would have to tell the whole story from the beginning every time. Yeah. Right, right. I'm not. I'm not so, suggesting it. Well, you could do a recap. I'm not suggesting you that could, it's yeah. Previously, on it's problem with me, you know, it's like it's it, yeah. it's my issue. But but yeah, I guess that's why I, I have a I have a difficult time um, in getting immersed in the uh, what would you, the canon. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like, do you watch I, television? I mean, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, I do but, like series. Yeah, but but. Any of the like WandaVision, he wouldn't watch that with me. Um, that was so uh, good. Yeah, the boys. It's got got old TV show themes to it. It starts out like I love Lucy and moves up through like into. I I enjoyed WandaVision. It was it was uh, it was oh yeah, and Cat interesting uh, technique or whatever, but. Yeah. I, I don't know if I made a conscientious uh, decision not to watch WandaVision. I just, I, I'm not aware. You of weren't it. interested. I, I do yeah, think you would even. enjoy the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay. Okay. My least favorite, like probably. The second Captain America, like so it. I don't know. I mean, like, I, I thought know, that... Uh, has got more of a, a, you know, yeah. I think the Falcon and the Winter Soldier might work for him. My the, favorite parts of that were second, Zemo, I thought Cardian. the second Captain America was probably the best of all the Captain Americas, because... It was more like a spy movie. It was like you were watching uh, um, The Born Identity or something instead of a being a superhero movie. That's The Winter Soldier? Yeah. yeah. And Philip hates The Born Identity series. Won't even... It's like three minutes in, he walks away. I, I don't oh. see it at the theater. I have to watch it at home. Okay. Well, I, only okay. Like I didn't watch it. I, like, I did like to not Bond. Any, I, I was just using that as an example. Any, you don't like that at all? I, 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 I'm not going to say that because there's, there's always a story. There's a beginning, a middle and an end to each James Bond. It seems, you know, don't, they don't really carry through the way that these Marvel things do. It's not episodic. It's not. The new uh, Bonds do kind of. Yeah. There, there is a connection, but you don't have to know about it. But I mean, I I did like the Godfather two better than the Godfather. I'll say that. I guess a lot of people think that actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's the. It's the right answer. Yeah. <laughs> Stay but away from number three. Canon, baby. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know if I'm stating it exactly, but it is very important. It is very important to me that an enjoyment of a movie to see a character develop, to transition from one thing to another. If and that's when they the start, case, you might, you might like Loki, although Loki is a very confusing, a very confusing thing. There's a lot of time traveling and mucking around, but Loki definitely develops a lot during that series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Loki's uh, yeah. Thor's. Uh, yeah, that, that's that's Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right, right. I get them mixed up. Right, I, and well, I, who was the second Tom? He was uh, he was an Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Yeah, I think he made a better Spider Man, and Tobey Maguire made a better Peter Parker. I, I enjoyed uh, um, Thor. I like the Thor series. I like those pretty good. Mm-hmm. Those, those are the funny. Thor yeah. movies, not. So much Thor and Adventures, but the actual Thor movies. So, so see, that's that's funny. interesting to me. So you like the original Thor, and you like Ragnarok? I yeah. guess. I mean, 
I couldn't sit he here really and discuss Ragnarok. the sequence of events at he, the movie with you, but I, I can tell you that I enjoyed watching the movie because it was it was humorous, you know. He, okay, okay, well that's that's cool. Had cat Dennings in it, so he didn't go to sleep. Okay, so you like uh, large uh, things, anyway. Um, so so, but Ragnarok has a vastly different tone than the other Thor movies. That's why I was. Yeah. Like Love and Thunder, the new one that's coming out is going to be much more like Ragnarok, I'm assuming. Let's hope so. It's got Ace of Let's take on TV again. Yeah. And I also like Deadpool. I like Deadpool. A Just, lot. And I like that because of the, the sense of humor about it, you know. So you like the deconstruction of the superhero genre. Mm-hmm. I guess so. Have you watched The Boys still? Then I'm done with it. On front. I, I have. He hasn't. I'm just starting season two right now. I haven't uh, seen the boys now. No. It's um, they're like anti-heroos. You might dig that. Yeah. They're actually. Say, I've never seen that, but from what I've heard, they seem more like outright villains to me. Yeah. It's yeah. uh, it it gets that way by the end of season one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Government sanctioned villains or something. And the other series that you they're not exactly government sanctioned. Uh, I've never he, seen it. So. It's 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 pretty. It's worth your while. He he didn't make me pay for taking him to uh, Suicide Squads. Yeah, that was uh, okay. Suicide I think squads. that have, might have something to do with Margot Robbie, though. So you know, you're making me. You're painting me to be like a perv that just goes to see the women in the tight suits. Thor. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Except for no, I like one, uh, I like but... uh, that was pretty good. Birds of Prey mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And, um, that one is is not it wasn't the best, but the newer one with her leading the squad onto the island and they were supposed to be all killed and she survived. That the last was... DC movie I watched was the Heath Ledger Joker. That was kind of violent for me. Oh, yeah. okay. So that uh, uh, oh, so they're DC. What's it? That's DC. I didn't realize Harley That's Quinn. Batman. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Right. Good point. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So let's the Marvel characters. I still haven't I, seen the Heath Ledger movie. He died before I got to see it, and I just haven't had the heart. I saw, I looked at a website that listed like the mm-hmm. top 100 Marvel and in, in the estimation of the writers, mm-hmm. top 100 Marvel superheroes. So you guys list your, no, just kidding. No, we don't need a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I was talking, it, it showed Wolverine. Yeah, right that's number top. one. Mm-hmm. How much star power or how, much Bob Dooley's favorite for sure. Gravitas does Wolverine. Bob Dooley's favorite is Wolverine. Oh, I mean, okay. I'm I'm not a Wolverine fan, but um, I mean, I understand. Like, I if you did, you see Logan? I haven't yet. No. That uh, that is very good. That's much better than any of the X Men movies. Yeah, Logan. the X Men movies are not the same. That, that might be why I didn't go there. They're all it's part not of the same kind of, of film. It's not, what? yeah, they're right. they're Marvel movies. And they were all of the mutant movies, X Men and everything. Anything mutant, um, Fox had the rights to. Right. And all the rest of Marvel, except for Spider Man, Disney had the rights to. Mm. Well, well, Spider Man was Sony. Sony. Yeah. So, so Disney. Technically, the Hulk is Universal. That's true. They they uh, can't make a solo Hulk movie without letting Universal market it the same way that Sony markets Spider Man movies. They, yeah, they get the distribution rights too. Yeah, so it's like basically Marvel in the early '90s or mid '90s was about to go bankrupt, and they sold the rights, the movie rights, to most of their high value characters to these studios. So that's why the X Men, like at the time, the X Men was the most popular book. Spider Man, you know, the Hulk had had a TV series back in the '70s, so people knew the Hulk. So they managed to sell those. So all that was left were. The Avengers, basically Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, you know, like uh, some of the lesser, with the time, lesser heroes. And now those heroes are more popular than the ones that they sold off. But that's because the Avengers movie was so over the top popular. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. But those were those were more my favorite characters anyway. By, by the time I was reading, you know, I, I way preferred those characters to yeah. the to the Spider Man. Yeah, I think from what from what I've read or heard. Um, the X-Men are popular and, and Spider-Man also was popular because of, you know, like the target audience is teenage boys, you know, like those, that's the people who were reading comics 
And those are like tales of alienation, you know, like angst, you know, like uh, the X-Men are persecuted because they're mutants and because they're different and blah, blah, blah. And, and always has problems and he never, you know, he, nobody understands him, you know, all this. And, and that's why they were so popular because they could relate to that. Whereas, you know, the Avengers was more, they were more like the, you know, like heroic, you know, they were more like the adults as a written more for written for slightly older than teenage boys. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. and, and okay. Here's my thing with both of those. And it's, it's similar to what you're saying. Um, when it comes to making those movies, the people who made the X-Men movies and even to a certain extent, Spider-Man, which is hard to really mess up because the story is kind of more specific, but for the X-Men movies, one of the things I think is those were more directed and made for the fans as opposed to the Avengers movies, which to me seem more like mega bucks, uh, mega bucks blockbuster movies that were made for, you know, from a subject with fans. So like, you know, you could take your wife to that and she'd be like, Oh, it's an action movie. You know, right. if you were a, a an Avengers old school fan, whereas if you took her to the X Men, she's sitting there going, "Uh huh." If she's not the fan, like with me taking Phil to X Men, he's like, "Uh huh." Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, and I'm like, "Oh, this is so cool! Look at Storm. Did they do it right? Is the costume good?" And for me, it doesn't even have to be a copy; it just has to be good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like, I liked Catwoman, uh, the Halle Berry Catwoman, because I liked her outfit. And hated that. I mean, let's be real. I'm just, that was a girl, it's a girly statement, and people really hated that. Uh, According to the director, she's the one who insisted on it. So, you know, of course, now, for me, Eartha Kitt is always going to be Catwoman. So, what, you know. So now we get, okay, so it seems like they take turns, like Doctor Strange is, on mm-hmm. the red carpet now because you know yeah. his movie just came out. Right. But if you were to have, by the, the way, four days it comes out on Disney Plus. So I get to see it then. Oh, oh okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, if they had the mm-hmm. Academy Awards of Superheroes in Valhalla or something, and uh, you know the biggest mm-hmm. star on the red carpet, and you and got DC Thor there, you got Marvel there, right? You got the whole thing there. Everybody wouldn't. I mean, Superman. Superman is the greatest superhero of all time, right? Not I mean, in terms of popularity. I would say it's either Batman or Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. It's Spider-Man at this point. Although I, I could definitely see Batman and, and honestly Wolverine might be up there too. Yeah. Spider-Man. That, that sounds I mean, like in terms a- of just popularity, the number of people that think that's my favorite superhero. Superman is kind of a cardboard cutout. I mean, he's a wish fulfillment kind of character, but. He's, mm-hmm. Because he can literally do anything, so it's like yeah, we think he's Jewish. <laughs> yeah, you have some limitations on your powers, otherwise, you know, it's like well, it's trivial. Like the thought of him is ridiculous because he could kill Lex Luthor in a split second. Lex Luthor would even be able to, to react. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But when you think of popular culture. Doesn't he have kind of a code against killing, though? We don't. Well, yeah. if out well because with great power comes great responsibility and all that. Look at the guys who play, you know, George Reeves and the story of George Reeves, you know, that played Superman I mean, and his son Superman played him. Superman is definitely iconic. I, I mean, there's, there's no doubt. I, I do think that when they attempt to make him more gritty or whatever, like the, the, the Zack Snyder, abomination that they came out with where he's destroying the city, you know, and all this stuff fighting Zod. Yeah, it's, it's like he's either good or human oh, wait. He fights Zod? Uh, in the in the Man of Steel, yeah. I might have to watch it now, damn it. No, it's that. not the Terrence Stamp Zod, trust me. Superman <laughs> might be the best superhero movie ever made. But well, Steel might be the worst superhero movie I, ever made. I may as well never heard the last forty five seconds at all. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, great, now I gotta watch this. So oh, great, now I can't watch it. Stamp thing. What, which movie is that? That was Superman, Superman 2. 2 back in the 80s. He, he played oh, okay. Zod, oh. who's a Kryptonian villain. You know, he's got all the same powers as Superman, but he's so over the top, chewing up the scenery. All these, all these lines gives her. I see that you're practicing worshiping things that fly. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. before Zod and all this. Stuff. I remember watching that in your living room. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was a good time. I didn't see <laughs> that one. Now that you remind yeah. me. Especially that was, Bill's there. Yeah, right. Man, a lot of laughs. Not Bill's little brother, just Bill? Todd, he might have been there too. But yeah, but, uh, Bill would be talking along with, with Terrence. You before Zod. You kind of stand there. When he stand there with his hands on his hips, too, I mean, it's like totally, totally Why crazy. Why do you say these things to me when you know I will kill you for it? Yeah. <laughs> he had like a little jaw jawline beard, a little yeah, pointy. Exactly. Yeah, it's it. like he looked like Satan. <laughs> yeah, the villain beard. That's what. Yeah. This so, one so, so Sean just tells beard. me this guy's in another movie, but it's not this guy. Yeah. <laughs> How disappointing is that? Yeah, exactly. What? Who would we recast then? I was like, oh, there's no way I'm ever going to watch The Man of Steel. And then he tells me, oh, Zod's in it. And I'm like, oh, God damn it. Now I got to watch The Man of Steel. Oh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not, not, he's not witty he's or anything. Or, it's not entertaining. It's okay. just depressing. Right. Yes, Mr. Luthor. Yeah, yeah, none of that. Are we going to add us up about Mr. Luthor? <laughs> you know, that first Superman movie's kind of underrated. <laughs> That's a good movie, too. Yeah. Gene Hackman and Ned Beatty. Yeah, but I like Gene Hackman's uh, his his trophy wife or girlfriend or whatever she was. Miss Tessmacher, huh? <laughs> Miss Tessmacher, yeah. Valentine. And at the uh, end, it turns out she was a genius and very, you know. She at least saved soup. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Boston Terrier. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think about this? Is you know this is walking the edge of uh, politically correctness, political correctness, I guess. What do you think about uh, having uh, like Brie Larson play Captain Marvel and reimagining some of these superheroes as females? Captain, no, that, that Captain Marvel forever. exists in the comics. Does it? Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, that character has a complicated history in the comics, but. She already had existed as Captain Marvel before the movie came out. So, no. oh, go ahead. Like, like if you see that, if you noticed on the the schedule, they're coming out with a movie called The Marvels, which is going to be Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel, which is the new character that's on Disney Plus, plus uh, the Monica Rambeau character from uh, WandaVision. She used to be called Captain Marvel in the comics, although she's gone by a bunch of different names like Photon and I think uh, Ulsar or something. I forget what all her names have been, but. But she's also a Captain Marvel, so they're they're those two are gonna be in the movie, and they're all the Marvel all three Captain Marvels. There's the male Cree Captain Marvel, who they did they did gender switch him in the movie. If you um, who was it? was it Annette Benning? Yeah. who played yeah. her mentor in the movie? I think it was Annette Benning. Yeah, like that character was the male Captain Marvel in the comics. Mm-hmm. Changed to a okay. woman for the movie. I mean, whatever, but. Didn't she betray well, her? When the comics were around, men weren't, you know, women didn't have those positions. And now they actually do. I like mm-hmm. Captain Marvel for the 90s throwback stuff, the blockbuster and everything. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always like this as, as a nice touch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, I do, I do think the gratuitous gender or race switching of characters yeah. say they did it. I don't like that. I mean, I. No. If it, if it doesn't affect these characters yeah. start out as white males. So, you know, if they want to have equal representation or, you know, proportionate representation, then, you know, some of that could happen. But I prefer when they make new characters yeah. that are black. Or, or, or like, or well, for instance, Black Adam is coming up. Right. I'm that character is an old that. character, though. But right, the, right. the Rock is going to be playing him. He's going to be a, an anti-hero instead of a straight-out villain, which he's always been a straight-out villain. So okay, I did not realize that. But that's okay. I mean, now, to me, having that kind of change, making them a villain instead or making them a hero instead, um, is more... Big-time wrestling? Yeah. Well, it's not just big-time wrestling. It's literally bookie. Yeah, wrestling now. Yeah. The Rock. But, uh, but, you know, that's more unsettling. You know, if you just take... Uh, if you just make Superman black, Big deal. But now he's a bad guy. You know, that, that, but changing the character as opposed to the identity, maybe the, the race, you know. 
Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's just different, you know, people take over the hero. Like I was going to say Stark and Rhodey. Yeah, exactly. In the comics, that's happened frequently. Like there was a black guy that was Iron Man and now it's Rhodey who's now War Machine and he was War Machine in the movies. You know, a black guy named John Stewart took over for Hal Jordan as Green Lantern in the comics. Right. But Green Lantern is, is made to change. He's made to, right? I mean, isn't that supposed to happen? Like you, you hand off the lantern at a certain point? Well, not necessarily, but you can't. Nope. Well, and of course, Green Lantern is part of a larger group of the Green Lantern Corps. So you can have an infinite number of them, I guess. Right. DC again. Just always make one up out of the blue. Now, isn't it one for world though? Well, no, because there are multiple of them on Earth. Oh, okay. Green Lanterns, DC? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Why did that movie suck so bad? Ryan Reynolds was wrong for the role. Well, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I mean, let's be I'm real. not saying that's my opinion. I didn't movie, hate I, it. I never but, saw know, the movie. Two hours of Ryan Reynolds. I, I, I will say that, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't imagine Ryan Reynolds. I don't know if he played the Hal Jordan version or one of the other Green Lanterns, but mm-hmm. I am his Green yeah, Lantern. He's definitely Deadpool. I mean, he's very good Deadpool. Yeah. Very much, very much. And here's the thing. What's really funny is Deadpool, he campaigned to get Deadpool made for a very, very long time. And he finally got them to pay for a, uh, uh, you know, one of the, like a teaser, like a trailer. Okay. And they made the trailer. And somehow the trailer got released to the public. Comic-Con. Yeah. No, it was supposedly accidentally released before Comic-Con. Somehow on the internet. And then they wanted it at Comic-Con, so they played it at Comic-Con. But Ryan Reynolds says they say that someone released it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he actually did that. It was so funny. Well, that is the way to motivate yeah. to act. You know, sometimes you just hit to hold their feet to the fire a little. He does seem to have a Jim Carrey quality to him, and that a little bit and of him is going to go a long insane. way and eventually. Yeah. You know, but definitely. Deadpool, he was in his element, definitely. I guess Green Lantern. He does other things well too. I never, I, we did see Green Lantern, I, but it was mm-hmm. unmemorable. I mean, yeah. it's like well, unremarkable. It's I can't remember yeah. much anything about it. You know, as a Marvel fan, I would tend to say that most DC characters are unmemorable, so I'm not really surprised. <laughs> yeah, right. DC movies, other than the Batman movies, have been uniformly awful. And the, the first well, Wonder Woman was pretty good. I didn't see the second Wonder Woman. The first Wonder Woman was okay, uh, although the fight scene at the end was laughable. But I'll go along with you on the Wonder Woman too. But the the seventies Supermans, the first two. Also. Yeah, those were those were those were good also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, second one might have even been eighty. Huh? Oh yeah. Now what about uh, what about the Guardians of the Galaxies? The start, I enjoy those. Yeah, I, I like I like the guard. I mean, that's not okay. This is there's, a, there's probably more Easter eggs in those than anything else. Yeah, this oh, is yeah. me putting on my old guy hat again. That's not the Guardians of the Galaxy I remember, although that that version of the Guardians of the Galaxy apparently does exist in the comics now, or I be existed before the movie. So but the Guardians of the Galaxy I remember were a completely different team. But oh, yeah? I love those movies; they're really good. They're very well done. I am. I downloaded a bunch of the comics for the current team before the movie came out and was reading them. So I'd be, you know, mm-hmm. kind of hip to what was going on. Yeah. And yeah I, I dug them. Cool. There was no Groot. The original, the, who were the guardians of the galaxy that you remember? Um, well, let's see if I can remember all their names. Uh, so you've got uh, Starhawk and uh, Charlie 27 and Martin X and Yondu. Yondu is an original Guardians. Of the ah, Yondu. The movies they made him into his like stepdad or whatever. Um, and then uh, Nikki. Oh, Mary Poppins, man. <laughs> and, uh, is he cool? Uh, oh, uh, Vance Astro, who was a guy from the 20th century, like he was an astronaut that was in suspended animation and he, like. Appeared in the 30s because the Guardians of the Galaxy in the comic books were from the, the future. They were set in the 30th century. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was completely different, everything. Well, they are good. Uh, I mm-hmm. guess you call them popcorn movies, too. I mean, mm-hmm. just the action and everything, the big budget, good ah, effects, and all that stuff. 
<laughs> see, that's that's the other thing about the Marvel movies is they are they do work as action movies, but they're also very well acted and the characters are engaging. Like you mm-hmm. like yeah. the they're better movies. done overall. They're they're established actors too. You're getting Martin right Martin, or Robert and Morton Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> yeah, right. Downey, Morton example. Downey Jr. is Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I remember uh, he uh, Mark Ruffalo. He, he was always oh, doing okay. independent films and he did like Chaplin and he did, you know, what you call like art films and stuff. And then he, his child told him, you don't play, you're not in any movies that I would ever want to see. And that's what that went into the equation. Uh, for him to, for him Iron to, Man. yeah, to do Iron Man. Well, he also was desperate because he was being locked out of Hollywood because of his addiction issues. Right. Mm-hmm. Liable. Um, the Even fun- though he had become sober, the they weren't recognizing it. In the comics, Iron Man is the same deal. He's an alcoholic, a recovering alcoholic. So Downey nailed that part. He absolutely is Tony Stark from the comic books, which is... Yeah. Yeah. Should be Tony Snark, actually. That's probably what his real name (laughs) is. Tony Stank. (laughs) We're here for Tony Stank. Got practice for Tony Stank. The first thing that really stands out for me with Tony Stark, at least in the movies, is the uh, the fight scene between him and uh, and Black Widow in the ring. And uh, at the end of the fight scene or something, he's he's in the ring and Black Widow comes in and he looks at uh, Pepper and he says, I want one. (laughs) I want one of those. And she's like, no. That was before she knew. That's before she knew. But it turns out he wants her skills. Oh yeah. At the time, I think he just wanted the pretty girl. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, thankfully, he ends up with Pepper. Yeah. And this is the only role I have seen Gwyneth Paltrow in that I like. I just. She, I, 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 have she you watched the Royal Tenenbaums? Huh. Have you watched Where? the Royal Tenenbaums? That's the only well, one yeah. that I like. Of That's course. different. We but, saw that at your house, actually. Yeah. yeah. And I had seen that before. Philip just saw it at your house. But uh, but when we were on vacation, we watched the Royal Tenenbaums at, at Aaron's house. But uh, that, was our, that was our Tenenbaums costume. costumes. Was, yeah, I was Richie Aaron. and and Luca was Margo. Yeah. Well, I mean, Did this... you guys end up premiering the costumes or are you going to pull them out next year? Yeah, we didn't go anywhere to. I mean, we were pretty much locked down. Yeah, yep. you, you got to have a Halloween party. Have a Halloween party and make it. Uh, what's his name? The director that you guys we like. We don't have parties. So, so have one. Don't doesn't mean can't. All right. Well, I this has been. That. It's been a great hour. <laughs> really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But maybe we should. Uh, yeah. Give yeah. people back the rest of their day. Yep. Okay. <laughs> One well, thing, one thing I will say in about the, an hour and twenty minutes. I haven't watched it yet. Uh huh. But that Star Trek uh, series that you're watching looks very curious. The to me. new one. Yeah, I like the Star Trek New Horizons. I like the looks of it. it. It's got kind of a retro. It's kind of an homage to the to the to the Original. old series without being uh, that tacky or that. Well, it is. It is technically a prequel, uh-huh. hun. Yeah. It well, it is a prequel actually because Pike was the captain before Kirk came along, and it's like twenty years later. So this is Spock's first posting. But they're like wearing the original uniforms and right. stuff. Well, yeah, yeah similar and the to sets the they they they're Except much the more updated, but it's just stupid skirts. It's just really well. It looks good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks retro yeah. without being corny. Right. I haven't I haven't seen that. I'm I am thinking about getting Paramount Plus, but. And it does have a, a a feel of the original, more of a Western type thing. They're going to new planets. Um, right. There's nods to places that the uh, that the original Star Trek have gone to. They don't right. have they don't feature the replicators as much, and and people you know being able to just make their food right then and there. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say two points. Basically. I watched the first season of Discovery when it was on CBS and I was just, it was, okay. it was yeah, it was, I, the way I described it to a friend was that it's a good sci-fi series, but it's very poor Star Trek. Right. The reason that if they had technology like that before they had the original series Enterprise, I mean, there's lots of things that would have been completely different. Mm-hmm. It, it just, it, it totally broke the immersion for me. 
And I'm also first getting into space with those ships because the transporters were new. Well, but then then the J.J. Abrams Star Trek movies, I, I thought there were parts of it that were very well done. Like I thought Carl Urban as McCoy was great. But I absolutely hated the fact that it looked like a freaking Apple store inside the Enterprise. You know, it was like everything's white and smooth. And it's like, what the heck is this? This isn't the right. They should have done, you know, basically an update to the 60s shtick, you know, like to make everything look like it did in the original series. They definitely had the, the budget for it. You know, the, like, the there was too much of it on I Earth, did. that first movie, too. What's that? Too much of that first movie took place on Earth, too. And, I mean, obviously, the, the, there were continuity issues, but that's fine, you know. I mean, whatever, because it's as long as, as, long as it tells the story well. But. I think you'll like New Horizons. Let us know, you know, what you think. But it definitely, <clears throat> it, it the first episode, it took me a couple weeks to move to the second episode, like maybe a month. After the second episode, I'm hooked. And we've mm-hmm. now watched, I guess I'm on four. I guess I need to watch the new Spider-Man before I watch the new um, Doctor Strange, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit... Yeah, they're very entangled. It's not on Disney Plus, but that is because... It's not a Disney, yeah. I'm not sure where I actually I can even see it. <laughs> it might be on HBO. Go into your HBO. streaming and see if it's there. That's what we do. We just go search. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. We have social. Twitter. Yeah, uh-huh, pod. Instagram. Yeah, uh-huh, pod. Facebook. Yeah, uh-huh, pod. Website. www.yeah-uh-huh.com. So let us know. Hit us back. Have a great week. Bye.